0: What is up flock and friends? We are back. Uh, this is Rob Chapel, your normal, uh, talking flock co-host follow us on Twitter at talking flock. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Rob Chappell, three, six, five. It is, um, it's only been a week since we talked to you. We, we said in our season wrap up episode last week, as we wrapped up the Ford Madison season with coach Matt Glazer, go back and listen to that if you haven't yet. Um, we we said that there would be some special off season episodes as news warranted, right? When there's cool news, when there's something interesting happens, we'll pop on and do a special episode. Didn't think it would be only a week later. Uh, but then on Sunday afternoon, it was in the USL championship playoffs, Memphis nine Oh one visiting the Tampa Bay rowdies, Mingo against Mingo, Aaron Malloy, who transferred from Ford Madison to Memphis nine Oh one last off season and is having just a career year with um with memphis and uh, our goalkeeper technically speaking so our goalkeeper Ford madison goalkeeper phil brino on loan to tampa bay rowdies had just the craziest most uh, outlandish five minute sequence of goalkeeping i have ever seen uh all of it against our old friend aaron Malloy. uh if you haven't seen the highlights of this yet go find them watch them then come back and listen to this interview it is uh it's just remarkable. And, uh, to, to basically Phil saved the season for the rowdies, uh, in the playoffs after having been, uh, you know, having had a really rough season, having some personal tragedy in his family, uh, overcoming doubts, overcoming, um, you know, just, it's a really hard, hard time in the middle of the season, uh, at which time he was, uh, basically traded to the rowdies for record or Rosarinda to come to Madison. Uh, all of this, um, it just prompted me. I just had to talk to him. I had, to, you know, I knew you guys would want to hear from him, and uh, he's been very gracious and very generous to uh, to give us a few minutes today. So let's welcome him in, Phil Brina. How you doing, man?
1: You guys are always, always. You guys will always have my
0: time. I promise. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well. Uh, awesome. well, thank you again for for taking the time. And and you know, pe- people. Uh, if you're listening to this, you probably know why we're talking to Phil because there was, he had two like season saving saves in the dying minutes of the game against Memphis 901 against his old teammate, which is this is the story that could only happen in sports, right? Um, so we'll get to that, we'll get to those crazy moments, but I want to back up a little bit here. Um, you, um, uh, you started this season 2022 season with Madison, um, mm-hmm. 2021 was a was a pretty good season. Didn't end the way anybody wanted it to. You come to 2022 with a new coach and you were really optimistic. I remember talking to you early in the season and you were like, this is a really special group. This is going to be a great season. Um, I mean, where did that come from? And then, and then how does that sort of over those first, I don't know, a couple of three or four months of the season, um, it becomes a kind of a roller coaster, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Um, Well, you know, Especially when you get some when you have something new, whether it's what I mean, whatever it is, but definitely like coaching staff, new players. Yeah, you know, sure. Things, well, it, yeah. Things just you just I mean, things just seem very optimistic, you know, like mm-hmm. you have know, some of the guys and all those things. But also just like the vision that, you know, Matt and J P and Neil all had for us, uh, and like the style of play, like, you know, it was it was very technically sound and tactically sound and it would, it just you know on paper it, it's it's it just seemed to very you know it seemed like it was going to work you know mm-hmm. um, and uh i mean to speak on you know the roller coaster and why things didn't work out i'm, j- I'm i mean i'm not a coach i'm not exactly sure where, <laughs> where right. the we offer, why why you know why we didn't get going in the first place um but it, like on my on my end you know i just uh you know I didn't feel like I was playing great, you know. Uh, mm. it, I mean, it is what it is, you know, and I tried my best. Uh, I tried my best to, you know, stay on top of things and, you know, uh, reel myself back in mentally. Um, just things weren't going my way. Uh, yeah. I didn't feel like I was playing great. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, just a lot of mental struggles towards the beginning of the, this past season.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and to to speak on that, we, we talked, um, you know, Matt told us and you mentioned early, you know, halfway through the season or so that there was, there was some personal things happening for you. I mean, do you want to talk about uh, it was a loss in your family, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it was late May, early July. Off the top of my head. Can't remember. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, I knew my grandfather wasn't, wasn't well, you know, over the Uh past years, uh, he, his dementia really started to kick in, um, oh, no. okay. very, very, important, you know, figure in my life, um, mm-hmm. brought a lot of joy to our whole family he Was a jokester kind of guy. And, uh, mm-hmm. it, it's just tough to kind of see someone like that, someone that you love and someone that's loved you so, so dearly your entire life kind of like go. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, so, you know, it was in my eyes, you know, I got to see him, like every time I saw him because I was never around him all the time. uh, I only saw him every like, you know, like five, six months, you know, there was maybe an opportunity during the season I could see him. And Mm then I was off season and then I would see him maybe one time during the season and then the off season. So I got to see drastic changes and that really put over the last few years, you know, I could really see it, you know, going downhill and it was just tough. Um, But the, like towards the end of May, early June, um i could really tell that uh it, w- it just wasn't going well he had fallen broken his hip uh mm-hmm. you know i was just you could just tell you know facetiming him it was not very responsive kind of and uh you know it's just it's just tough i remember right around easter time i had one of my you know like last facetimes with him and mm-hmm. i remember he was you know getting out the words and or he's saying like i love you and like but mm-hmm. it's just you know it's just just tough to kind of see that and i was I remember sit my you know uh kitchen at the apartment, just like kind of crying and just stuff, mm-hmm. but so um you know, early June he'd passed away, went home for a week, that's when I didn't uh that was yeah. that game I didn't play came back yeah. solid game, but you know it was just like one of those things where I just don't know if I was ready to come back or whatever it was, and mentally mm-hmm. it just wasn't checked in, I guess, and I was just really struggling um but
0: uh well. Uh, I, I think I think I would join the, the entire Ford Madison family when I tell you. Really, just genuinely sorry that you went through that. You know, uh,
1: I I really do appreciate that. And uh, you know, they they were so great. They heard about it, and uh-huh. the day I came back, I had like a bouquet of flowers in my locker.
0: Yeah. Nice.
1: Like I know, I like the Ford Madison community is so near and dear to my heart. Like you guys yeah. done nothing but support me and you know prop me. And I, I'm eternally grateful for everyone that I've met up there. So yeah, I, I thank you for that. But like, I know
0: mm-hmm. like, yeah.
1: they're some of the best fans in the entire world.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, whatever your job is, that's going to weigh on you when you're trying to work and your job is um, very, you know, your, your performance in your job is very public yeah. <laughs> in a way that most of us isn't. Um, so then, you know, middle of the season, this decision comes around to send you to Tampa Bay to send, to bring. Uh, Reiko, in here, um, Matt talked about um, you know, Phil maybe needs a reset and maybe to take the pressure off you a little bit, where you're not going to be the the fortunes the of the team are not on your shoulders. Kind of, is that how it felt to you?
1: Yeah, no. Um, look, I was I was really struggling. I was uh, <laughs> like the the pressure of you know just normal games going into games. You know, I was just hev- heavily weighing on me. You know. Yeah just the like a normal game you know i was just uh you know i just didn't feel the same uh i wasn't getting the same feelings going into playing games and coming out and there was like multiple times where i was like do i even want to continue playing soccer after this like oh wow felt like the it, at that point it just felt like this was what it was going to be for forever like you know you're in this dark hole <laughs> and you're just thinking like wow like I, I i i like i don't remember how it felt to feel good playing soccer you know and i was just like Again, like just really struggling to uh, find the joy and like getting back out there and like, mm-hmm. you no, know, accepting or like being pumped for the wins and accepting the losses, but it just always felt like you know the weight of the world was feeling on me, and yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, it was after the the Charlotte game uh, where we got absolutely mm-hmm. pulled, lowest yeah. of blows. You know, <laughs> I'm just thinking, oh my gosh, six- that was rough. Six-. Yeah brutal I can remember you know that day I got up I was like I don't want to go to practice like this it's probably the like the, the the worst morning I had I was like dragging my feet trying to get out of bed to go to practice I was just yeah, like, I
0: bet.
1: I do this. like got to practice it was fine uh then we had a lift and the lift was where I was like emotionally and mentally just kind of like checked out drained mm-hmm. um I just I was like skipping sets i just wasn't mentally checked in you know caesar the goofball that he is like was trying to joke and put his arm around me and i just couldn't crack a smile you know and i saw that um keith tia Meyer, was there and i thought that was d- strange because it where we lift isn't anywhere near the the training facility so i was thinking i was like that's just so strange like what's going on and then matt came up to me afterwards he's like hey could we just you know talk to you for a few minutes i was like yeah sure whatever and um, he took me around the corner into like a little room and the, all the coaching staff was there. Keith was there. And I was like, whoa, OK, so like something's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it kind of caught me, caught me by surprise. And, you know, Matt, lit, Matt sat me down. And he was just like, look, Phil, like he was right. I mean, Jen, like there I will tip my hat to him because he was exactly right. Like he's like, Phil, I, I just think like since this has happened, you know, like um, it seems like, you know, the weight of the world is on your shoulders. It doesn't look like you're having fun playing anymore. It seems like, you know, after games, even when we win, it's more of like a sigh of relief than it is like a, a, like a smile on your face. You know, Uh he was right. You know, he saw it, you know, it's, and you know, it's, it's great that a coach can kind of see that from a player. Uh, and he, he then explained to me that you know Neil Collins reached out and wanted to bring out their second string to come and uh get some minutes here. Uh mm-hmm. turn they wanted me and at that moment I just kind of like everything just went a little fuzzy and I was like what? Like this was not the station <laughs> was going.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and to no fault of the coaching staff the players the community I just knew almost like right away that like I needed the mental reset and I needed to mm-hmm. step away um, uh-huh. from a starting position. I needed to step away from just kind of like the spotlight and kind of focus on myself, whether it was mm-hmm. you know, working on myself personally or working on myself, you know, like mentally, uh, I just mm-hmm. need to step away, take, take that pressure off my shoulders. And basically, you know, uh, I came back to them the next day and I said, look, like talked with my family. Um, you know, I think this is a good opportunity and, you know, I, even, even Matt was like, look, like, I hate, like, I hate to see you go, but like, I even feel like this is like good for you. And like, we wouldn't, we wouldn't entertain this if we didn't feel like it was good for you too. So like, yeah, like that, that, that meant a lot to me that they like cared enough to, mm-hmm. you know, to, to say those things. Um, so, you know, like I found out uh what was it uh something uh, that 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 wednesday and then that following weekend we played against uh colorado and uh and then that next monday or something like that i think um Mm -hmm. i was i was already in tampa
0: so yeah um and then uh and then you spent uh a good amount of time a couple of months just training with tampa as a backup to cj cochran right yep um what was that experience like with that sort of new set of coaches working every day without without the pressure of having to start the games right i mean what what did you learn during that time and how did how did you uh work on yourself or work on your game (laughs) you don't have enough time to
1: talk about all this stuff (laughs) i've learned i've genuinely this has been like uh like a very you know uh just kind of like eye-opening experience i've i've it, like intimate experience for myself. I've learned a lot about myself. I've grown a lot, uh, have different perspectives on uh, on various aspects of life, um, especially soccer. Um, uh, and I, I mean, in terms of the, the, like once I first got there. So when I first got to the, the stadium that day, um, it was uh it was a Tuesday or I think it was, yeah, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> I'll t- uh, the reason I'm laughing is cause I'll tell you a story after this, but um,
0: okay.
1: I got there uh, on, I got there on a Tuesday and I had to get, you know, physicals done. So I didn't get to train with the team that Tuesday. I got like, I got to like train with the goalkeeper coach for like 20 minutes at the end of practice. Cause I was like running late with my physicals. So okay. got that done. Um, but after we had all finished up for the day, I got in the locker room and it was like every single person on that team went up to me, looked me dead in the eyes, like shook my hand, was like, Phil, we're happy to have you. You know, like, like genuine, very genuine. Like the culture there is, the culture here is is like unlike any that I've had before. Not one player is above any other player. Not one player thinks that they have, uh, you know, like, when, as, like, a league one player, you look up at Tampa, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, what a great team, like, <laughs> phenomenal, like, I don't know how you see it, but, like, you look at it, I'm sure, like, you know, like, there's something about the team that, like, had, has, like, shown so there's, like, an aura about the team, Yeah. Um, like, I, I kind of went in like that, and I'm thinking, like, oh, I have no idea how these players are going to be, you know, like, maybe there's, like, some, you know, egos, not even one, not one mm-hmm. on the team um and so like every single player you know like hey how's it going like it's nice to meet you like small conversations coaching staff like from neil to eric um eric wildy uh the he was our like kind of like a tactical coach last year in madison he's down here now too Uh, every single one of them you know like they are the kind of coaching staff that'll like uh you know put their arm around you at the locker room and joke around with you and ask you how like life is going on outside of soccer you know it's just like Mm -hmm. a very inclusive and like welcoming environment and i don't want to say it caught me off guard because like that kind of does the team a little bit of an injustice but and like Mm like like i have a little bit of a prejudice but like uh no it was just like it was just refreshing um yeah And that has nothing that's, that's, that's no, you know, I'm not bashing anything about like any other team I've played on. It's just like, it was just nice to, to have that once I got there. Uh, And uh, yeah, so the right away, I just felt like comfortable in the environment that I was in. Um, And It was also one of those things where like on the field the the level of play was so great the intensity the mentality was so high it it was something that i've never been a part of before and it was contagious uh and it kind of it's you know it's motivating Uh, and so i'm doing things here that i've not seen myself do and i'm a little you know hesitant but like you know like really focusing on you know like Getting in early, doing like you know your prehab, whatever it might be, staying late, getting whatever you need to do, you know, like getting that extra work in. Like I've just seen myself just like embrace the culture that they kind of have going mm-hmm. on
0: here. Just uh, you, you've 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 rediscovered your motivation.
1: Exactly, exactly, yeah. and that's one of the things that personal growth uh, things that I've kind of worked on as well is like I think there was a point in life or in my like idea of like being a professional athlete where I was thinking maybe like, Oh, I want to get a, I want to be a starting professional goalkeeper. That was like a goal. That was an, a, an achievement that I wanted to have. Right. Uh-huh. Yep. And once I got it, you know, last year I felt like I had a great season. Uh, and then this year, you know, I'm I'm here again. And now I, I, where's the net, what's the next goal, you know, mm-hmm. I, and not saying that I've like realigned myself, but uh, in terms of what was going, like, I don't think I was like, this is something I've kind of like figured out. Like, I don't think that I had like, like, where was my destination? What was I trying to accomplish this year in Madison? Mm -hmm. Uh, So once I got to Tampa, I knew that like, I was going to embrace the experience as it came. I was going to take in as much as I possibly could. And I was trying to fall back in love with the game of soccer. And Mm -hmm. that's, 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 I have, I wholeheartedly believe that I have. Um, and uh, and i know that like for future tense i know that like i need to continue making these these goals and like have these aspirations for something so that i ha- I, I am able to go out and try to achieve something as opposed to just wandering around in this in this world of profession. <laughs> right uh, you know um so yeah uh
0: That's really fascinating.
1: so uh, but real quick let me go back to that story yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Practice that I had down here was in the heat of June. (laughs) Going from Madison to Tampa, I thought I was like you know very like decently fit. You know, like I training every single day for the past five months with Madison. Like yeah, going down to Tampa and training, I I I almost I did twenty minutes of goalkeeper work and I have never ever. (laughs) I, I went home and I napped for three hours. Oh right, my actually. gosh. It was insane how hot it was down here. Uh because of a heat, right? Oh, it's very humid and it was maybe like pushing like not with the humidity taken into consideration it was like maybe like 85-90 degrees uh-huh. and then add the humidity it was pushing like yeah. 100 in terms of yeah. like however that works but uh, yeah. and cool. then the day oh it was, it was, <laughs> I was <laughs> I was I was I was dreading cuz Tuesdays and Wednesdays were our like harder days if you will. Um, uh-huh. So I was just dreading, you know, those days. <laughs> hydrating much before I am just uh, it's funny.
0: that's but, awesome. Uh so then but then so you you're doing this you're re- rediscovering your motivation, you're sort of recentering your goals, you know, and having maybe some more clarity about what you're trying to accomplish, which is all all wonderful that you're able to Refocus on that stuff when you're not worried about carrying the weight of the team on yeah. game day, right? Uh, but then, then you end up having to do that again as as Cochran goes down uh, with the breaks his leg, and um, you know you you finished out the, that game with, for just like the last seven minutes or something when he went down. Um, but to be honest, I don't, I not knowing the the terms of the deal, um, you know, there was some a lot of us in Madison were like, are they going to call a Rosarena back or is are they going to give Phil the opportunity? Yeah. And uh, and they gave you opportunity, so obviously they liked what they saw in training.
1: Yeah, you know, I've been, I, I was, you know, given the, uh, you know, the information as the, you know, those months had gone on that I was playing well and they were enjoying me and Good. Uh, be ready. On you never know what could happen. That was like the the you know the the dialogue that was going on, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so I just was you know putting my yeah. head down and when the moment came, you know, it was one of those things where I was like, I I was on the other side of the field and it didn't look like there was any collision at all from our point of view. It's like the, uh-huh. the guy up and I was just like, Oh, like, you know, CJ maybe like twisted his knee or something. just like, needs to walk it off. So I'm like, you know, being an attentive second string goalkeeper, I run over, get my gloves on and Dabo Dabo's the goalkeeper coach. He goes, he goes, Oh, like the walk in the walkie. They said, um, like oh cj just kind of needs to like uh like you know get back up and like walk his walk around for a second like he like whatever and that wasn't the case but uh right. so i'm he's like just just stay ready you know keep stay warm you know that sort of thing and, then, and so i'm like okay like i'm thinking i was thought i was going in and then he told me i wasn't going in and then like two seconds later he's like oh no like apparently cj broke his leg so uh oh. so I'm, I'm getting this emotional role i'm getting this like mental ro- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm ready to go in you know and uh And then, you know, I didn't really have anything to do when I got in, but it was still, it was, it was different. Like when I got in, I didn't feel how I felt getting in any of those games in the last, like, you know, like five games that I was with Madison. Um, Yeah. It was, it was an excited, you know, obviously the situation uh, was terrible, but in terms of like, like me and being on the field, I was like actually excited to get back out there. Yeah. Like, it was just, it was just really nice. Um,
0: And then, uh, at what point did you learn that you're, they're not going to bring Ryko back, that you're the, you're the man now, you're number one So, uh, following weekend? Yeah,
1: so the, they, you know, I think, I don't know exactly all the details. Uh, Mm -hmm. They were also looking to find, to bring somebody else in. Uh, Emergency backup kind of thing, Uh or like somebody else to kind of like, compete with me um mm-hmm. but i think i think madison liked ryko and they wanted to keep him. i I'm yep. not, i don't know the whole dialogue that's speculation i'm not sure um mm-hmm. uh, but that following weekend they we played against monterey bay and uh
0: mm-hmm.
1: that was that was a game that I, I had a very good game um yeah mm-hmm. uh, you did solid saves uh came out for some big crosses uh you know kept us in the game. And that, and that was like, uh, that was a game. We were actually down one to zero um, kind of like, you know, early in the first half and uh, we ended up coming back and winning two to one. So Mm -hmm. that was, uh, I think that was like a big game in terms of solidifying their faith in me. Um, So that was in terms of what Daba says, he was like, that was the kind of the moment that they knew that like they, they were fine with me being the number one.
0: You know, uh, you, uh, if I remember correctly, early in that game, you came out for a ball and, and, and made a big save with your nose. Right. With was like that. Was, it's like Scott, Sterling, Scott Sterling style. Well, uh, your face. That, that had to be like, well, we're back in it now.
1: Yeah, well, uh, that's how the first game that I played. It, so when I the first game I started when I was here, was a uh, home. Game. First save I made for Tampa was a was a rock it right to the schnoz it hit
0: me. <laughs> uh, i uh i did I, I, I screen captured and tweeted it it was perfect it was a wonderful save uh but, but i mean that's like trial by fire right like if we're gonna if we're gonna play goalkeeper that's how we're gonna start yeah <laughs> which is outstanding
1: right <laughs> following week it hit me right in the nose <laughs> like what is <laughs>
0: like, no um but so now we're we're approaching this moment that we're actually that was the impetus for this conversation. Yeah. Uh, the, the team obviously has a hell of a good year. Following you know following last year had a hell of a good year. Um. And uh, you, you know you're in the playoffs. You get the first win out of the way, and you get to this game Saturday against Memphis. Um. Now for us up here in Madison, we're sort of being having fun about it, saying, Oh, look, it's Aaron Malloy versus Phil Bruno. It's like Mingo versus Mingo. This is great." But, you know, in reality, soccer is a small world, right? You must you run into former teammates and guys you've known, guys you trained with like all the yeah. time, right? Like it's not that big a deal, really. Sure. But. It was but just. so. Yeah, continue. But but to, but to go. What was like 80 something minutes without having to make a save. And yeah. then you make a big, big, big one on an Aaron Malloy strike from, you know, 20 yards out, which. We we Madison people remember a twenty yard strike from Aaron Malloy is not easy to save.
1: I honestly, because uh, I hung out with him after the game, uh, yeah. talked to him for a little bit. I asked him, I was like, "Was that was that going in?" I genuinely just like laid out and made like I didn't know if it was like curling wide or whatever it was. Yeah, you can. So I was like, "Oh well, <laughs>
0: I'm glad <laughs> I, I went for it." Then. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, I. For those of us who don't know when you when you have a back line in front of you that plays so, as well as Tampa Bay's does yeah. and you you aren't called into i mean you you had a couple of really good um you know s- s- snatched a couple of crosses but you mm-hmm. hadn't been called on to make a big save at at that point but into eighty five minutes or whatever it was I mean how hard is that to be on your cat like reflexes like that that deep into a game
1: yeah uh it was it is it is tough uh met, saying mentally checked in is Easily the hardest thing for a goalkeeper. Not, not mm-hmm. really. Players can really, um, they can't. They can't really like compare the experience with how because they're always like moving. They're always involved. They're always getting touches on the ball and like some more than, but they're more or less. They're always checked in. Like my job. Sometimes the ball doesn't come to me. All the game. You just. You just mm-hmm. never. Do. Uh, and the way that I do it is, is through communication. Really. Um, I like to stay like mentally connected by always tracking the players on the other team and communicating that to my teammates. Uh, that's how kind of I've been taught. Uh, and that's what makes me feel like I'm still involved. Um, and then of course, uh, when you're just kind of standing there, you're just, not really moving. Uh, and I, I stretch from time to time. So I know that's probably the most anticlimactic answer. Uh, but genuinely it's like all I have to give because that's what I did. You know, I just tried to communicate the best I could and try to stay as limber as I could. And, um, uh, yeah. uh, you know, the, the shot I felt like the way that my defender approached Aaron, mm-hmm. uh, there was no other direction for him to shoot than that way. Mm,
0: yeah. So sure. That
1: was like that was kind of like a, a, a good defensive play to make my job easier, you
0: know? Gotcha. Uh, yeah. That makes sense.
1: So yeah, the way, yeah, just how he closed him down and like Aaron had no angle going across his body. So I knew that I could like fully commit to my other side,
0: you know? Gotcha. So then again, you you're, you do run into former teammates all the time, but I, I can't, it's must be exceedingly rare then to come up stoppage time penalty against a former teammate with the season on the line okay. in a zero, zero game. Yeah. Uh, what's the, what's the thought process there? I mean, you obviously, you know, Aaron a little bit, but, uh, do you have a scouting report on him? Or are you just, uh, yeah,
1: there was a little, there was a little, uh, something that one of our coaches put together. Um, but I, you know, I, took like maybe like 30 or 40 PKs against him last year after practices, you know, like, well, and then I watched him take him on the, the goalkeeper coach, Emerson, you know, like I, yeah. uh, I, I, I watched him, excuse me one sec. <coughs> I watched him take plenty of PKs and I, I knew where his side was. Um, and uh, I really commend my team because I think they did a good job of um <sighs> prolonging the time from when the PK was called to when he took the PK. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, cause I walked up to him and in no way, like not smack talking, not anything like that, as he was like getting up to the PK spot, everybody's still like hacking and hollering at the ref. Yeah. I just, I just walked up to him and I was like, like, you know, like, good luck, man. Like, like all the best, you know, I, I had yeah. no what else to say, you know, I was just, and he didn't even, He just looked down you know he didn't want to say anything to me he i think he thought i was messing with him but genuinely i was like (laughs) like all the best man like how like how could you write something else like you know like better than oh right right Uh, and uh and and i just think like there was no way just the how focused he was i just i just thought that there's no way he's changing anything up like he's going to go that way he's going to go to his bread and butter and like i've like i've said i've um like I'll, I'll admit up to it like i didn't react to his shot i just jumped in that direction like i just was like i know that he's going to strike it here i'm going to commit and that's it and so you know i just sprawled as far as i possibly could and got a strong hand to it and, and actually my hand i was like oh my god like how it hit i don't know if you saw the replay mm-hmm. but it looked like it could have like pad, like Went and I thought it was going to do that, and it was going to go through my hands. Oh. Like, <laughs>
0: you, you, you thought you were going to get a hand to it, but still, it still—it was still so powerful. Yeah. It was just going to like go right through.
1: I thought so, genuinely. He he hit he hit that really well. Um, yeah.
0: So, but, but not well enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that. then, and then, uh, uh, and then, of course, you're you're you know you got the the stone face on, and you got the number one up, and and you got your teammates all around you. And well, I, uh, I was finger like a no-no you know <laughs> oh okay 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 that's fair that's fair um <laughs> and then you know a minute later uh leo fernandez converts a penalty on the other end and you guys go on to win and everybody on the, on the broadcast on your team were swarming you like as the hero obviously for obvious reasons um the one of the espn guys called those career defining saves um did you feel that in that moment or were you just like really really happy to be moving on and getting ready for louis, louis yeah
1: there was a lot that was going on in my head at that moment. Um, I, I I think I was probably the worst. Uh, how would I describe it? Like the, the least excited person out of everyone. I don't know how, <laughs> like the best way of explaining it. Um, but like, I didn't. Uh, how do I, how do I, how do I explain this? Um, I just, I just felt like there was a lot of emotion and like with my, that was, uh, I don't know if I had said this earlier, but that day was my grandfather's birthday. Um, so there was a lot of like emotion. Oh at, uh, yeah. And it's just wow. like the fact that we weren't supposed to play on that day and then we got moved and then that happened on that day. It's just, that's why it was very emotional. Uh, and after the save, if you saw me, uh, I got like excited, obviously, but if you saw me turn around and like go back to the goal, I was like huffing and puffing because I literally thought I was about to cry. You know, <laughs> there was just like a lot of emotion that kind of went into that moment. Um, and uh, so after the game, I was um, I was more just like emotionally crying than I was like excited crying. Uh, uh for all this stuff going on and like, you know, I'm hugging all the coaches, hugging Neil. and just like, you know, just super grateful. And, uh, but I, I didn't know how to celebrate that moment. You know, mm-hmm. it was one where I'm like, what do I do with my hands? You know, like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, like you said, nobody can script that moment, right? It's, it's, uh, uh, you have a rocky season and it ends up in Tampa Bay. You have an injury ahead of you, it gets you into the starting spot. Uh and and then you know, as you mentioned there's a weather delay. This is supposed to be a Saturday night game. It ends up being rescheduled for Sunday afternoon. You're one-on-one with a former teammate who you know can convert a penalty. Uh it's just a wild on your grandfather's birthday. Like this is just such a wild set of circumstances that, like I said, could only happen uh in sport. And this is why we love this game so much, right? There's these stories just happen in these games. Now, you've in a couple of interviews you've uh, done with us before, you've mentioned you're a religious person can you talk a little bit about how your the role your faith has played in getting you through all this?
1: yeah uh, so I'm Eastern Orthodox which is just a uh, mm-hmm. very uh, uh, traditional Christian church um, yep and uh, yeah so I you know it was one of those things where during that time where I was really struggling um, I just kind of went back to prayer uh and actually one of the uh we have a um kind of like a mental strength coach uh on the team uh, oh, really? really?
0: Uh, okay uh,
1: he works with the team not not directly for the team
0: uh-huh. but okay
1: and uh so we zoom, like people uh can sign up to like zoom call with him and um uh one of the things that he kind of like talked to me about was uh when i was getting anxious uh, Cause I, I did some work with him, you know, it wasn't like a snap of a second. Once I got here, everything was fine. Uh, you know, I was still struggling right. when I came down here, uh, mm-hmm. still wanted to kind of like just talk with somebody, you know, sure. and uh, he was an outlet that I had. Um, and one of the things was he noticed I had a lot of just like anxiety. Uh, I would say a lot of that pressure was, was shown through anxiety uh, when I was in Madison a lot of like thinking about what ifs, like this, that, the, you know, if that makes sense. Um,
0: and, uh,
1: and one of the things that he taught me was, you know, staying present in the moment. Um, and that's one thing that I think not only myself, but I think everyone in the world can do a better job of is, uh, and that would relieve a lot of our collective anxiety about life right now. Um, I, It sounds very, like, yogi-esque, like, oh, I got it in the moment. But truthfully, like, what's going on right now? What is is going on around you? Like, you're alive. You're breathing. You know, like, everything in this moment right now is okay. You know, Mm -hmm. the what ifs about what if I don't make that save on Sunday, this coming up Saturday? What if I don't? you know, get that contract for next year. These are all things that people put themselves through or like I would put myself through uh, and that would give me anxiety throughout the week or, you know, like going into the game, I'd be worried about like something. And and, and it just doesn't make any sense because this is something that I've done my entire life, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I, I have to have faith in myself. And so I found myself kind of, Anyway, I know I'm kind of tangenting here, but it's okay uh, the The one thing he taught me was being present mm-hmm. uh, and the other thing he taught me was to kind of like add prayer while I was being present uh, mm-hmm. and um and so I'm not going to get into like specific prayers that I say or anything like that, but mm-hmm. you know kind of uh you know i just I just uh you know like ask God to uh, you know like um uh, be present with me and um I just meditate on that a little bit. And, uh, it's kind of funny. Cause like whenever I do these practices and I'll do them with this, uh, this individual on the phone and, you know, he'll, he'll walk me through like a mental, uh, practice, this mental practice and I'll just be sitting here. He'll tell me to like relax all my muscles, think about what's going on in my, my moment, you know, like think about my core values and like something that I want to like bestow upon my like personality that week kind of thing. Um, And I then will, like, kind of, like, pray over it in that moment. And I'll, like, have my eyes closed. And if I'm feeling anxious before that call, I'm not feeling anxious after that call. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me that, like, it's a practice that I could take into the game. When Mm -hmm. feeling giddy or nervous or something is going on in the game, I can always pull myself back in and think, like, What is going on in this specific moment? I have seen this ball get whipped across every like a million times in my profession. What is different about this play other than the fact that my mind might be thinking like, "Oh, what if?" You know, and that's where a lot of my you know like I'm like tying this this like mental practice with like religion all coming together. It's yeah, like I'll 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 be in my head. I'll be focused on the game, obviously, but like subconsciously I'll be, you know, like, okay. Like what's going on right now? Like, am I feeling anxious? Am I, am I focused on what's going on? Um, do I have a little bit of self-doubt? If so, that's okay. Like those, those, those thoughts are fine. Like yeah. if, if anyone that's listening right now, that's a young player, having self-doubt is like every player has it regardless of who you are, mm-hmm. it's how you handle it and how you overcome it is is the most important part. Um, And you have the ability to kind of let that to kind of just say, like, I'm not going to let that happen. I'm not going to. I'm not going to let that affect my next action, you know, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I'm going to uh, do the thing that I've been taught to do and done a million times. And, yeah, it's just, yeah.
0: Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Um, last question for you, Phil. You've been very generous. I, 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 When I reached out to you, I asked for like 15 minutes and you would given me like 40. So oh, <laughs> we we it. appreciate it. We, yeah. we thank you so, so much. But, yeah, you, before we started taping here, you mentioned like this is kind of the last. You're going to talk about that last game because it's time to move on now. Think about Lou, Lou City. Uh, so I think uh, it's safe to say you have a whole – the Tampa Bay Rowdies have a whole new fan base here in Madison who will be following the game this weekend um what are you looking forward to or what, what do you have to do now to get that win which will be the that's the eastern conference final uh yeah. and, and into the usl championship um final
1: yeah well it's funny because uh the last time we were there which is when i was was i was here in tampa um
0: uh-huh.
1: which was uh two three months ago i was there and it was like sold out crowd and i was like wow this might be like the biggest game i've ever been a part of you know like it's pretty yeah. cool now them out, okay Wow, where how the you know how the tides have changed, kind of thing. Um,
0: yeah.
1: There you go. Um, but uh, this this game, regardless of Lou City, Pittsburgh, if it was Memphis and us in the finals, like the the team the team that gets here knows what it takes, and mm-hmm. they. Know, the 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 caliber, or they know like how important the game is. So no matter who we were gonna, who we we're going to play, they were going to come and bring their they're going to come and bring their A game no matter what. Um, yeah. And obviously Louisville City's been here before and they've won it before, uh, and so they obviously know what it takes. Uh, so I'm expecting them to come out and be playing very well, very good. I'm 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 expecting them to put on their best show that they have put on this year. That's like how I'm mentally trying to prepare myself. Yeah. Because anything under that I'm prepared for it. Right. So yeah. that's kind of where I'm where I'm at. You know, that's like kind of mentally how I'm checking myself is like I'm preparing for the absolute like hardest situation and then anything below that should be. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. But um, uh, I What I'm excited for, I'm just, you know, excited to get back on the field. Uh, There's, there's, you know, too much to to say what I'm excited about, honestly, like, uh, but I'm just trying to stay level-headed, not try to think too much past (laughs) this game.
0: Yep. Uh, It's just that's
1: yeah that's
0: all and really present in the moment that's the theme of today so uh listen phil uh congratulations again on the big win over memphis uh best of luck this weekend and and hopefully the weekend after that and uh, and whatever else comes next uh, madison loves you man you know that uh so thanks again for all the time man
1: thank you and i love you guys too all right have a good one Phil.